Welcome to the Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Sorry about the beginning again. It did that last time, too. Um, welcome to the Spill Tea. I'm your host. Um, I went through a name change, so I'm your host, Emmy Morgan. Um, and sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. There was a, um, a video in the background. This woman... I'll try to tweet it out to you guys. Uh, my roommate sent me a picture of this woman doing her own makeup, and it, you just have to see it to believe it. Um, as I stated, I did go through a bit of a name change, not officially yet, that I will be working on. But um, as I talked about before, August 1st was the date that I um, transitioned openly. So now it's a 24-hour seven day a week, the rest of my life thing. Um, I posted, first I got my nails done um, on Friday. Got my nails and my brows and, you know, I posted those as a little teaser. And I didn't grow out my hair long enough because my poor hairstylist, he didn't know what to do with this mess. So it's kind of like all over the place. So I did get it straightened to see what it looked like. And it, I was happy with the, you know, result and the feel. And the very first time that um, I ever felt wind in my hair, it just, it was like really weird. But um, so, yeah, that happened on Saturday. And, of course, when you get your hair blown dry and straightened, it's not permanent. So it's kind of already going back to the normal style that it was before. But what I'm going to do, because he did cut it, uh, well, trimmed it. So what I'm going to do is this, it's this um, solution that one of my best friends told me about called Kinky Curl, Kinky Curly. Um, and she said, you know, for you who's trying to grow your hair out, you should use this product and then it'll, you know, help it grow and make it, you know, combable because before it's, I had no, I never used product in my hair. I never. So when James, my stylist, went to go, you know, comb it and stuff, he's like, wow, your 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 scalp is really clean. You know, there's like, it's like almost the perfect scalp. And I'm like, oh, thanks. You know, I, I use minimal stuff in my hair. I try to use the two-in-one, I like, cheap when it comes to like hair care products so I try to use the swab two-in-one because number one it's very simple I use it once and I'm done and then number two I don't have to worry about like leave-in conditioner and all that stuff so um so yeah I just you know very basic very simple and um yeah he said that you know he loves my scalp and never oh by the way sorry Totally forgot. Um, Kyle is out with friends on Fire Island. Hi, Kyle. Miss you. Love you. K. 
can't wait to talk to you next week. And Michael is unfortunately working. I know it sounds weird to be working on a Sunday, but he works for a college, so pretty much whenever they tell him that he has to work, he has to work. So that's why it's just going to be But hopefully it's going to be a quick show because I really don't have a lot to talk about tonight. Um, before we begin, I did want to say happy birthday to one of my favorite Facebook um I follow him, so he wouldn't be a follower, but um, one of my Facebook personalities, I should say, um, Ashley Parker Angel, it was his birthday on Saturday. So happy birthday, Ashley. I love you. And he's doing this whole 100 days of fitness, and oh, my God. The first couple pictures were a little racy, and I loved it because he was, like, showing his naked body without showing the bits, of course. He was showing, you know, um, shirtless. He was showing his back, just right above the butt. I was loving it. Because I've loved him since Motown, and he was my favorite. So it was kind of cool to see that he's still around, you know. Um, but, yeah, happy birthday, Ashley. And um, speaking of birthdays, so... When I, I don't know how to describe me. Like, I know that for clothing-wise, I'm going to be like a girly girl and wear like the necklace and earrings and belt and bag and jacket and scarf. And I understand that. I get that. But I'm not big on like hair and makeup. I'm very plain Jane when it comes to that. So it's out of my comfort zone to say, oh, Let's go get some makeup. So I got, you know, a little bit of makeup after I got my hair done. Literally a little bit. Um, foundation, uh, eyelash curler, mascara, and eyeliner. Um, so because, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm so dark skinned, the eyeliner didn't come up. Um, the eyelash curler actually worked. I have already long eyelashes. I don't need, like, fake eyelashes whatsoever. Um, the foundation was really helpful. It doesn't feel caked on. It's, um, I'm totally plugging this, True Match by L'Oreal. It is so good, and it has sunscreen in it. Um, and the Maybelline Rocket Volume Express Mascara. Yeah. So, again, I'm very minimal. So I can deal with all that stuff and I can do it fairly easily by myself. And I'm not into um, the colors yet. I think I'm going to go to Sephora this week and have them tell me what colors I should use. But I just right now have this like um, lip shimmer that my um, best friend Jamie, well, she's like my sister, her mother gave me for Christmas. It was in my stocking. And everybody loves it when I wear it. It's so funny. So I wear that. But um, anyway, the whole point of this is, so when I tweeted out a picture of me with my hair, like, wrapped in a scarf and, you know, just my minimal makeup on and I smile at the camera, not a goofy face for once, you know, people kept liking the, the picture, and um, which was great. And then something that I didn't expect happened. 
my friends were saying, you have a really pretty face. I'm like, really? You're nice. You know, and it's so weird because my entire life I've wanted to be pretty. And now I am. I, I can say I'm pretty. Check. And um, they're envious of my nails. It's a black matte finish with gloss tips. Okay, thank you. Um, my friend, my coworker's daughter does my nails. And this is my signature thing now. So don't go copying it, people. Um, I'm going to start, start off in black. So I think I'm going to either do navy, but the more I look at it, maybe I'll do something else. Um, maybe I'll do another color, like red, where like the, you can see the gloss tip show up. I mean, if you get up close, you can see it. But in, in, in pictures, you can see it. But when I look at it straight on, I, I really can't tell. And I begged her to cut my nails because I hate long nails, and my nails were growing so fast. Um, and don't tell her, but I already have a chip in it. Some of the polish came out in my thumb corner. Ugh. She's going to kill me. Um, I haven't even had these nails for three days. I already had a chip. Girl problem. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, that was um, that was some of the comments. And then this other comment, a couple of my friends said happy birthday. And at first I was like, my birthday is May 1st. And one of them said, you know, your birthday is the day you were born, but also your birthday is the day that Emily was born. And I just thought, oh, my God, I didn't think that. I chose August 1st because it was close to Caitlyn Jenner's um, I Am Kate debut, but it was, like, the 1st of August, so it was, like, a Saturday. So I thought it was a good time. But I never thought of that. So August 1st is going to be my second birthday. That's awesome. Um, another comment people had was, I was scrolling through my timeline and saw Emily O'Quinn on the timeline. Like, who is that? Like, that's me. And then my friend said, I didn't know who it was at first, and then I saw that gorgeous smile. Huh, I'm going to cry. And I knew it was you. And I just, I'm overwhelmed in a good way with all of the support that I've gotten from my friends and family co-workers and uh, I just feel relieved is what I feel you know I'm, I'm going to bed and I'm waking up and I'm feeling relieved and um, it feels good so um, another thing that happened which was so hilarious so my friend Joe his sister, Jamie, is married to this guy, Vito. And Vito is so freaking hot. Like, I think he's hot. And I thought Vito was hot for, like, ever. So, <laughs> apparently, I totally forgot Vito and I were friends. And, I don't know, I guess they were having, like, a, a tip or playful fight or whatever. So he sent the picture of my face with the scarf on and he said, this is waiting for me in case you act up. And I just thought that was hilarious. No one's ever said that. And I just, I, I couldn't stop laughing. Um, I'm surrounded by so many people who are so humorous about it. And I just love that. And um, 
But yeah, that, that made me laugh. And then I said, well, to Jamie, I said, you know, because you think I'm pretty or something? And she said, yes, he does. And I was just like, again, overwhelmed. I didn't expect anybody. I guess I didn't go into this thinking, I'm going to get compliments, I'm going to get this and that. I just kept thinking, I'm going to be me, finally. And um, I don't know if I explained before the name. So I was younger, living in Springfield, and I had an aunt that, uh, my aunt, who's my godmother, she was, you know, our landlord. She had a best friend named Emily who lived down the street. Emily was from Trinidad. And the best way, like, I, I don't know, again, I don't remember if I told this story, but the best way I could describe her is she looked like a very tan, short, real-life Miss Piggy, without the big nose, of course. But she just had the attitude, the heels, the, you know, she just walked into a room and you knew Emily was there, you know. She was my, um, she was a nurse like my aunt. They were best friends. But somehow Emily and I connected. And she would let me ride my bike to her house. Like I said, it was down the street. She lived in this apartment building. I would go to her apartment. I would tell my mom I'm going out to hang out with my friends. I wouldn't tell her which friends. I would go to the apartment. I would hang out. I would try on her clothes, put on her clip-on earrings. She would let me just do whatever and be whoever I wanted to be. And I don't think I fully appreciated that as a kid until I started transitioning in December. And um, when I moved, we, so we were at my aunt's house. Hmm. I want to say like, well, I was like one or maybe two, maybe two. And, and uh, we moved in 85. And we moved from Springfield to Feeding Hills. And when we moved, I kind of lost touch with Aunt Emily. But the Christmas before we moved, so in 84, she gave me this necklace that said unique. And I never understood what she meant by it, but I kept it. And then it got kinked up and I lost the charm. I was so pissed off and I didn't want to tell her. Um, I obviously ended up losing touch with her. My family had this big fight with each other. I was partly the cause of it and whatnot. Um, And she actually died in 2009, and I never got to say thank you. She went back to Trinidad, and she got sick and passed away. So um, in December, when I was thinking of a name for myself, I thought, oh, my God, what can I name myself? I'd always talk to my mom, you know, once, not always, sorry, once I talked to my mom about what my name would be, if I was a girl. When I um, was born, she was choosing between Xavier Joseph and um, David Michael, and so she chose David Michael. I would have rather been Xavier, but whatever. Um, but if I was a girl, she said Desiree Morgan, and it's because of the D and the N. She's Denise Marie, so DM. She wanted to keep the DM for some weird reason, whatever. Um, so it kind of stuck with me. And when I was creating my book, I never really thought that I would ever be where I am today. So I put Desiree, the name, in the book. 
so when I came to the decision that I was going to transition, Desiree wasn't an option for me. I couldn't name myself after the character in my book. I just couldn't do it. Um, but I liked the male name Morgan. So I put Emily with Morgan, and now I'm emo. And, yeah. Um, and besides, Emily's more of a, if you think about it, but like I was born in 76, so Emily was a popular name then, so probably would have been my name, you know? Um, but um, for, I guess, entertainment purposes and, you know, the show and all that other stuff and social media, I want, I'm going by Emmy Morgan only because, um, well, number one, Emmy was a groundbreaking supermodel in the 90s. She was a plus model, and she was groundbreaking. I mean, Lane Bryant would be nothing without her. And I kind of wanted to honor her. I, I know, I'm honoring everybody. I understand that. But also, too, I, there's already an actress out there named Emily Morgan. So I figure Emmy Morgan is totally, you know, it's different. Um, I know there's Emmy Rossum and all that other stuff, but whatever. She can share that. Her real name is Emanuela, anyway, so she just needs to shut up. Um, but, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just, I want some separation from my public persona and my real life. And already, you know, my friend, Emily, too too many characters. Too many syllables, sorry. Kind of like David, too many syllables. So nobody called me Dave, though. I hated that. But now I'm getting M, M. Um, some are calling me Emmy, but it's mostly M or M, um, which is so cute. Um, the lazy ones are just saying E, which is kind of funny. But, um, so yeah, that's my story about that. Um, I did want to talk briefly about um, something that's kind of, it's been around forever, obviously, but I feel like in the past year, it's been creeping up more and more, which is um, game hunting. And I just think we're fighting the wrong battle. I understand people want the dentist to pay. They want him strung up by his toes. They want somebody to stalk him for 40 hours and shoot him with arrows. The owner of Jimmy John's um, subs or sandwiches or whatever it's called, he's a big game hunter. And people want him dead as well. We're on the wrong side of this. We need to really outlaw gaming. Because someone online said it perfectly. He said, you wouldn't go and arrest 
the prostitute. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You wouldn't go arrest the John for hiring a prostitute. You arrest the prostitute and the action. You outlaw that. So I think that we need to not outlaw animals and arrest animals, obviously, but we need, even though these animals are protected class, people still don't get it. People still don't understand that these are animals you cannot hunt. This shouldn't be a sport. It's inhumane. And there's absolutely no reason, no reason why someone hunts if it's not for food. If it's to feed your tribe or your family, I get it. I understand it. But if you want to have that cat perfectly situated in your trophy room, there's no need for it. There's no need to take off the rhino, the rhino's horn. There's no need to kill a giraffe. A giraffe? What do you need to kill a giraffe for? There's no need to skin a bear. There's, there, like, these are things that we should not be doing. And um, I don't get it. I don't understand. I don't want to understand. It just needs to be completely, completely prohibited and illegal in every state and sovereign on the whole damn planet because this is absolutely crazy what this is happening. Um, if you're rich and you, you're bored, buy a plane, buy, buy mansions, invest, do volunteer work, help war-torn country, going out and shooting game and then giving a thumbs up in a picture? Are you kidding me? That's, that's sick. And something's wrong with you. So, all right, I'm done venting about that. I did also, I apologize, I want to go back to um, um, my transition and I want to be a little vain right now. Um, I did want to also thank a couple people. Um, so I, I guess I could say that I'm sort of friends with them. I've, I've talked to people on social media and, you know, I talk to people who aren't famous and I talk to people who are famous and they're the same to me. So I want to thank all my friends, like I said, all my family, and all my coworkers for completely supporting me. But I also want to give a special thank you to a couple other people. Um, so if you're a young the Restless follower, um, he played Tobias on Young the Restless. His name is Jeffrey Todd. Um, huge, huge support system for me. I talked to him about a lot of stuff, and I just wanted to um, thank him publicly. He's been an amazing um, sounding board and shoulder to cry on, and I do consider him a friend. Also, um, his, this was unexpected. Um, he 
was in a Lifetime TV movie that I saw, which was filmed up in Canada, called um, Her Infidelity. If you ever see it on Lifetime, you should watch it. He's amazing. He's gorgeous. But also, again, just like Jeffrey, he's been someone that I've talked to on a personal level, um, back and forth, not just like one-sided. And he's just such a good person. And I just, again, wanted to thank him. His name is Clayton Chitty. Um, Clayton, thank you for everything that you've done and um, supporting me. I really appreciate it. And lastly, and if you are in any way following me on either Instagram or Twitter, I talk about this guy all the time. Um, he played a priest on Young and the Restless and my friend from Canada. I'm going to screw up her name, so I'm not going to say it. Her name starts with a T. I always screw it up. Um, T-A-N-I-A. There, I spelled it. I didn't say it. She... Um, told me who he was, and his name is Miles Gaston, and beyond anything I could imagine, he is so open, he's so honest, he's ready to, like, I could picture him walking down the street just hugging people, he's just such a good person, and like the other two people I mentioned, completely supportive, I mean, there are times when I'm talking to these people and I'm thinking, oh, my God. I'm one of those fans that thinks that these, this person is, like, my best friend. But, but I don't think they're my best friend. But I consider them friends. I mean, we, we do talk about stuff. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to thank all three of them um, and just let them know that I appreciate it and... They've been really awesome about, you know, way to go. I'm so proud of you. You're so brave. And I'm like, no, I'm not brave. Stop saying that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, sorry. I just had to give them a personal shout-out. Um, the other topic, which is not so important, I guess, but I just thought it was just kind of, ironic that the fallout from General Hospital is like a ripple effect. So Ron left. He's been replaced. Now Michael Easton is leaving. But it's like, who else is leaving? And what's scarier is where are they going to go? Like, I'm really worried. Um, I think what's seriously going to happen excuse me, is that Ron is going to be on Young and the Restless and then Frank is going to follow suit. I have such a strong feeling about it because even though Ron sucks right now, at the time Ron took General Hospital over, the show was almost canceled. And I don't think anyone's going to cancel Young and the Restless because it's the number one soap in the U.S. But I think that they're going to keep him around for a couple of years. He's going to reinvigorate the show. And then he'll be replaced. I will say, just like Michael said the week before, or last week or whenever it was, 
Ron's really good at digging up the past. He's really good at taking taking the show's past and telling new stories. Now, the thing about Young and the Restless is, unlike General Hospital, there isn't a ton of characters he can bring on. There isn't a ton of family trees. It's just whoever's here right now, basically, is who's here. And I pray, I hope, that if he does come on, he will learn the lessons that from the mistakes he made on General Hospital, like playing favorite to actors, like being egotistical and badmouthy. You know, I will set aside any sort of pride and disgust I have for him. If he does a good job for the show, absolutely I will. Because I love this show. It's been a staple of mine since 92. But I really, really, really hope that if he does show up, he really pays attention to the fan and the story and he gives us what we want and he because this is a whole different show from General Hospital the things that you do on General Hospital you can't do on Young and Restless he has to tone all that wacky storytelling down and get to basics and get to business and get to family and friendships and marriages and children and rivalries that's what Young and Restless is about. If he can go back and bring the show to basics and bring back, say, um, Finn and bring back Scotty and explain who Sharon's father is and um, solve this damn Scooby-Doo mystery and, and just fix all the problems that are here, well, damn it. Come on. You know, whether I like you or not, you're doing good for my show. Come on, you know. So, um, yeah, we shall see. Time will tell. But like I said, I have a strong feeling that those two are going to be on Young and the Restless. I, I can just feel it. I can just feel it. You know, Young and the Restless has taken people from General Hospital and vice versa. What's to say they're not going to do background people? So, um, yeah, I just have a strong feeling about that. Um what else do I want to talk about? Um, Caitlyn Jenner's show. So, of course, I watched it last Sunday, and it's on again this Sunday. It's really, you know, it's so funny because I liked Bruce. I really liked Bruce. Bruce was my favorite. It was Bruce, Chloe, and then I think I liked Kylie. But Bruce, I always thought, was so, like, down-to-earth. There were a couple shows where he just got a little bit too dramatic. I loved Bruce, his haircut, when he got his haircut and he got his earring. I was so confused why he grew his hair out, and I kept thinking, he should cut his hair. He was so cute with his haircut. And then it turned out, well, he was transitioning. So that made sense. I love Caitlin. I have to meet Caitlin. Caitlin will be... My trans mother. I just love Caitlin. Um, she's so funny. And something about Caitlin that I love is she kind of is Bruce, but she's kind of not. Like the voice of Bruce is there, which is fine. You know, uh, oh, my friend, um, my sister Jamie, she said, you know, 
I would say you should work on your voice, but you really don't need to. You have no idea how many times at work I've called customers and I've said, this is David, and they still, okay, ma'am. So <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um, so I don't need to work on my voice at all, I guess. Um, but I kind of like the fact that he has his voice now, it, that I know it's still Bruce in there, but at the same time, I'm seeing it Caitlin. So I think that's cool. Um, I also think it's kind of awesome that Caitlin is dating already. Um, in the promo, it shows, and then if you look on Google right now, it, I think that Caitlin is dating Candace Kane, who is a trans woman. She's pretty famous. She's been on Dirty Sexy Money. She's been on um, uh, Nick Tuck. Her episode in Nick Tuck was pretty cool. She she played a trans woman wanting to go back, but obviously she didn't. But um, by the way, that show was awesome at coming up with storylines and stuff. But even though it was a show about two plastic surgeons, it was kind of groundbreaking. You know, um, so I think that they're dating, which is so cool. And just to let everybody know, and I know I brought this up before, there's a huge difference between sexual identity and sexual orientation. And I think people get confused that Bruce is, okay, so i transitioning from a man to a woman, but I've already liked men. I'm already interested in men. Caitlin, or sorry, Bruce is transitioning from male to female. So now Bruce is Caitlin. Caitlin already liked women before. Having gender reassignment surgery doesn't change who you like. And there are some times when, you know, you're perceived as a woman and you start getting attention from men and maybe you want to try it out. And maybe you start to like men. That has happened before. No big deal. But it's not, okay, I'm getting the surgery. Now I have to date men. They're two totally, and I think a lot of straight people get hung up on that with Caitlin. First of all, it's in your business who Caitlin dates, just to let you know. Take her for who she is, first of all. Second of all, if you are questioning that, you know, like I said, what your sexual preference is, or orientation, not preference, because you don't prefer one over the other. It's kind of a born thing, what your sexual orientation is does not change simply because your sexual identity does. So if you want to simplify in your head, if you need labels in order to survive, in order to understand, then I guess I'm a straight woman and Caitlin is a lesbian, if that's how you want to label people. But keep in mind, Caitlin don't give a goddamn what you think. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not trying to be crass or rude about it, but at 65 years old, transitioning for the first time publicly, Caitlin's happy. She doesn't care what people are saying about her behind her back, calling her names and stuff. 
does care that people like me see her and say, well, if she can completely publicly do this, then me sitting in Dorchester, I can do it too. And I can be okay with that. And I can be comfortable in my own skin. So, in essence, she's doing good. She's doing good. Um, yeah, but again, I just wanted people to know the huge difference between the two and um, that they are completely separate entities in and on themselves. Um, what else do we have to talk about? Uh, um, I don't know. I, I don't know if I have any more. Oh, something. God, I feel so incredibly um, narcissistic right now because all I can talk about is myself. But, um, but the show is called Introducing Emmy Morgan, so I guess I'm allowed. And plus, my two co-hosts aren't here to stop me. Haha. <laughs> so, um, I, I'm I mentioning this because I'm just walking by my TV, which is on mute, and I think Jonathan and Drew are hosting the CMAs. Oh my God, I love Jonathan. Actually, when I was getting my hair done, Jonathan was—they um, were playing the Property Brothers at the salon, and I'm like, oh, he's here for me. I have such a crush on him. But um, I, I asked myself, should I be the same person that I was before? You know, David is very confident. He was very confident in himself. He was very, you know, calm. He didn't, he, he didn't think that he was the best-looking gay person out there. He didn't think that he was the smartest or the sexiest or anything like that. But he was confident that he was good enough, you know, and it took him a long time to get there. And I didn't want to lose that confidence when I became Emily. I wanted to keep that momentum. I wanted to be able to um, tweet and blog and talk and walk down the street just the way I am now. You know, and um, I was scared for a minute. And I thought, oh, my God, am I able to do this? Am I able to be the same? And surprisingly enough, the answer is yes. When I had that curly hair and my sunglasses walking down the street with my stylist and my, my best, one of my best friends, Alicia, we went to CVS after um, James got out of work. I didn't give a goddamn who looked at me. I didn't care. I had my nails painted. I had my purse in my hand. I was with my two friends, and I was having a ball. We were talking. We were laughing. I, oh, my gosh. It was so funny. I have to tell a quick story. I think I have ADD because I'm all over the place. But <laughs> this girl, this girl walks into CBS sitting like eight. So her mother walks in as me and my two friends are leaving. Her mother walks in like, well, this girl. Now, imagine your hands up, like in football, like in touchdown position, but like a little lower. So it's like, I cannot deal. She's walking 
with her both of her hands like that, and she's like, oh, shaking her head. And I'm like, this is hilarious. I couldn't hold it in. I tried when I saw her, and all of a sudden I go, <clears throat> and I just started laughing so hard. It was the best. I think that that's my kid. I think that I birthed her, but I don't remember because it was so traumatic. But that was my kid. That girl was a diva. She was hilarious. And it was just one of those moments where I was just like, well, first of all, I spent all my money on makeup. And I was like, so pissed. And I'm like, oh, I can't believe my money on makeup. And then I saw this little girl, and I was just like, <clears throat> it was just the thing that broke the moment. So I'm not pissed I spent that money now. But. Um, so back to my comfort level. I... um. I wasn't sure what I should do, you know, because people were responding to Emily or David. You know, when I tweet out a couple of things, like um, I think I tweeted happy birthday to Juan Pablo de Pasi, and he said thank you, and he favorited my tweet. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, what if... What if he, he they don't respond the way that they did before? Maybe I shouldn't, you know, say anything. And, of course, I completely forgot that, and I started tweeting out pictures of Jonathan Scott. But there was a picture of him. I don't know. He was on stage or something. And he's sitting there, and Drew's right behind him, but a little back. So all you see is two bubble butts. And I was just like, oh, my God. And I tweeted out, you know, um, to whoever took this picture of Jonathan Scott, thank you, hashtag bubble butt, hashtag perfect bum. And I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I just did that. I was so worried. What if, oh, my God, I should delete that. And I was like, you know what, who cares? He probably gets it all the time. He knows he has a nice butt. And um, I tweeted out something to the, um, they're called the K2 Brothers, um, it's Charlie and Alex Coates. I don't know. I don't think I'm pronouncing that right. K-O-T-Z-E. I found them on Instagram, and one of them, I think it was Alex, one of them tweeted out a picture of him, of him in an outfit holding something by a fireplace and then just flipped the picture. Usually... They either take single pictures or they take pictures together. So I was being funny, like I normally am, and I said, if you think that I believe that that is two people, you're wrong, because I, I see that you flipped it. I know what you did. And he responded back to me and was like, ha, ha, ha. I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe that. Um, yeah, I, so I guess the answer to my question is be me you know, and people will still respond to what they do. And um, anytime you change, because I changed the name on my Twitter account, anytime you do that, you lose followers just because they don't know who you are, whatever. Um, so I was at, like, I don't know, 12,300. I was like, oh, that sucks. You know, I thought I was at 12,000. Next thing you know, I look, 
and I'm at 12, 12.4. I'm like, man, I gained a 1,000 followers? Holy crap. And um, I updated my profile. It's a lot. Like, I was just thinking, like, I forgot that I actually, now I have to change all my information at work to Emily. Like, when I call a customer, you know, hi, this is Emily. And when I do letters that go out to customers, I have to put Emily now. And um, I just remember that. It's so funny. Um, tomorrow at work, they're going to have a meeting and they're going to announce to um, my coworkers that don't know, so in other departments, you know, about my change. And um pretty excited about that. I guess um, they, they already told some of the, the managers on Wednesday, but now they're telling the rest of the people. And I just want to say that my company has been amazing, amazingly supportive. And I understand they have to be, and they have to, you know, follow rules and regulations. I get that. But let me just tell you, that my boss and my boss's boss don't have to pull me in and talk to me about personal stuff and how, you know, if you need anything, let me know. And it's not, it's, They don't say it like, well, if you need anything, let me know. I'm here. I don't want to get sued. You know, it, it, they're not saying it like that. They're saying it like, ugh. And these are, these are two guys because I have um, my boss is a male and then his boss is a male. So these are two guys that if you saw me, you'd be like, oh, my gosh. They're guys, guys. They're into sports. They're into, you know whatever, their wives shop for them. You know, they don't even go shopping for their own clothing. They're just such guys, guys. But they just have such, um, I don't know what it is. I, I can just feel that it's not just a, a corporate, okay, you have to say this because if you don't, that this person can sue us. You know, it's it's so personal. And and I've been there a year, so I know them. This is not something that... Um, I don't know, just the, just the way that they talk to me is so different. And, and I just wanted to say how much I appreciate the company that I work for and my coworkers, and I'm going to start crying again. <sighs> Damn, being a girl, so emotional. Um, but I just, I, I'm really, really looking forward to what's coming next. Um not even a girl for three days and I have four purses already. Two of my friends gave me purses and I bought two on my own. It's like ridiculous. Um, I don't think purses are going to be my thing. So I obviously have big feet and um, I'm a size 12, I think. So my friends are like, oh, you're going to have to go online and I have a special order. So I'm like, hmm. Where can I get, like, cheap shoes? Because I don't want, like, designer shoes, obviously. They don't come in my size anyway. So I actually went to Payless, and I saw a couple of shoes. I mean, they're probably cheap throwaway shoes, and they're probably, like, lasted, I don't know, whatever. But I think I might start getting obsessed with shoes. I mean, there's just so many, and I see how women can get obsessed with them. 
I still don't get the purse thing because I carry around a bag with me. So when I go to work, I have this bag. When I go, you know, let's say I go into the city, I put the bag, I leave the bag in the car, I bring my wallet. But I always have that bag with me. And so now I have to carry a GD purse. And I'm like, oh. So I get having multiple purses. I get that. But I kind of just want a wallet, like one of those, like, long wallets. Because the thought of carrying a purse with me, like, what am I going to do? Sling it on my arm. Oh, my God. Just I'm going to lose it. I'm going to leave it somewhere. So I just want, like, a big wallet that can that I can take and it can kind of like my wallet when I get out of my car and that was really cool too to like get rid of my man wallet and that that was really weird it was like letting go like I, I think I'm kind of mourning my own demise in a sense because I'm kind of changing over being from one person to another and, you know, Scott Disick said something incredibly profound, and I know I'm going to kill me for saying that, but he said to Caitlin, you know, it's amazing. In one lifetime, you live two lives, and that's exactly it, you know. And being a girl, much more expensive. Well, not expensive, but as far as clothing and marketing, I think women are marketed more to than men. So I could take, you know, $100 and get a ton of stuff right now. Whereas before, I get a, take $100 and I get a couple things. I mean, I'm a bargain shopper, so I was able to get, like, a lot of things with $100 as a boy. But now it's like I took $60 and went to uh, Play-Doh Closet last weekend. And I got a ton of stuff. I got, like, five tops, a coat, and some jewelry, and I was like, holy crap, $60, I got all that, and um, so yeah, I'm just really looking forward to being the person that I am, to being around my friends, how I really feel inside, and have always felt inside, and now I get to outwardly express that, um, I tried a dating website. I'm on a dating website, and I know I'm not ready for it, but I just, I want to just get my toe in the pool, you know, just see what it's like. And um, I put that one picture up with my scarf on my head, you know, put it up, and there's just little icebreakers that you can say to people. You can say hi. You can say, here's a rose for you. This guy sent me an icebreaker that said, hi, uh, you're beautiful. And I thought, oh, well, that's sweet. Of course, he's from Sweden, and he probably, you know, in real life, he's probably like 3,000 pounds and has one tooth and two strands of hair. But, hey, I don't care. A compliment's a compliment, damn it. Um, he actually, I thought for a second he was using Jan Michael Gamble's picture because he kind of looked like him. But... um if you look at the pictures again, it's, it, he's not using the pictures, but because um, I kind of did a Google search for the image. Um, but anyways, yeah, it's like it's so strange.
strange um, talking to somebody as any. You know, it's just, it's weird for me. I don't know. I'll get over it and I'll get more comfortable, obviously. And I have to, I actually, um, I see my doctor not this week, next week, and I have next week off. I have next week off to to uh, Tuesday. So I see my doctor and I'm able to tell them, you know, okay, I'm going by Emmy, Emily now. So that's going to be awesome. They, they Every time I go, they ask me. I can never give them an update because I wasn't ready before and not ready. So. It's going to be different. It's going to be cool. Um, I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm going to have to ride the tea for the first time. I went to um, the bank for the first time, dressed up. Well, not dressed up. I had, like, a polo shirt and jeans. I kind of, right now, I'm in, like, the black lesbian phase, you know, where it just looks like a masculine woman, kind of. But um, this week I'm going to kind of get more stuff. And uh, The thing that really creeps me out about all this is that I have to take selfies because I hate taking selfies. Um, and I have to be serious about it, too. I have to, like, smile and pose such a way that, you know, my eyelashes show so that my friend can see that. I don't need fake lashes. Oh, this is just too much. I, I need to hurry up and get over this. So, anyway, um, yeah, that's basically all that I had. I um, can't wait to talk to Kyle and Michael next week. Hopefully those bitches are going to be here. Um, and, yeah, just excited about the future. This week is just working, and um, I might be on a radio show. I was on a radio show a couple of months ago talking about my transition, and now that I've transitioned, um, well, my, I'm starting my transition, actually. Um, now that I'm starting it, it's going to be, you know, just an update and talking to them. So that might happen Monday. It might not. don't know. Um, and then that... Saturday, I think I'm going to do Taco Tuesday, or maybe I'll wait till next week. I'm I'm not really sure. I just want to gauge how comfortable I'm going to be. There's also a painting party I kind of sort of want to go to this week, but again, it, it's just a matter of the clothing I can get and how comfortable I feel, even when I get my clothing, how comfortable I feel and whatnot. Um, so... Yeah, other than that, it's just work. And um, Saturday, I'm getting, um, starting my electrolysis treatment. And I shaved my legs for the first time. Oh, my God, they're so smooth. I have really pretty legs, too. But, um, and then I'm going to hang out with my friend James on Saturday after my appointment. And we're going to go see a movie. And, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, um, what this was about, I don't know, an hour of just me babbling. So, (laughs) thank you all for listening. Thank you all for being so incredibly supportive about my transition. Strangers saying how brave I am and how courageous I am. I don't feel it, but 
thank you so much for that. It's amazing that people can find me inspirational. I don't find myself inspirational, but it's amazing that other people do. Um, I'm just really happy to to be able to do this at the time I'm doing this. And um, I'm hoping one day to meet Caitlyn Jenner. We'll see. But um, thank you all for listening. I hope you have an insanely wonderful weekend, rest of your weekend, and an awesome week ahead. And um, I will see you on social media. Thanks, guys. Bye. Still thirsty for more tea? Then check out our upcoming and archived shows right here on our Blog Talk radio page. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at The Spilled Tea and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash The Spilled Tea. Thanks for listening to tonight's episode of The Spilled Tea.